Welcome to God's Lemonade Stand. Thank you for tuning in to our very first podcast. We are very excited to share with you today. My name is David, and today Isaac and I will be your hosts. Yes, thanks David. Let's start off with some worship music. Nothing better than music to get into the spirit of worship. Great idea. so uplifting. Thank you to the Spring Meadows worship team who brought us that music today. Absolutely. The topic of today's podcast is relationship with God, and music is such a great way to just express ourselves in our relationship with God. That's right, David. In the next few podcasts, we want to talk about different kinds of relationships, and we are starting today with the most important one, our relationship with God. So first, we will interview one of our newest pastors, uh, Pastor Chandler, 
and then we're gonna have our senior pastor talk about a uh, talk a bit about our topic. Sounds good to me. But I think we should start off with a word of prayer. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for everything you've done us. Thank you that we have on this podcast that we get to come together. Thank you because uh, for the listeners that are having the opportunity to come and listen to this, please help this to just go well and may that will be said and done. We love you. We praise you. Amen. Hello, everybody. Today we will be doing an interview with Pastor Chandler. Hey, what's up, guys? So he was one of the new pastors here at Spring Meadows, and we just want to do an interview so that you guys can learn a little bit more about him. So first, I'll let him say maybe a quick sentence about himself. Hi, guys. My name is Pastor Chandler, and that's, yeah. That's that's it? it. That's it. Okay, cool. So what have you enjoyed most about Florida so far? Uh, So definitely the ocean, specifically surfing. I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and so there's no water for hours and hours and hours. So I actually surfed the tail and I don't surf, but I'm trying to learn how to surf. I can stand up, but I can't surf waves. I surf the wash after the waves. So I'm looking forward to learning more. Um, But the tail end of the hurricane, I surfed like five foot. So that was fun. Nice. Yes. I'm glad that you enjoy that. So what is your favorite Bible verse and why? Favorite Bible verse is in Romans 8. It's just straight up fuego. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of Christ Jesus, our Lord. That is just so clearly the gospel, so clearly Jesus' love for us. It is just, I'm very passionate about that verse. Romans 8 38 and 39. It's really nice. I like that verse too. What is your favorite topic to preach about and why? Uh, One of my favorite topics to preach about definitely would be prayer. Um, The way that God has just totally radically shifted my life via prayer is just unbelievable. Um, I started prayer journaling when I was in high school and that was just an amazing way to experience God and to see God moving and answering my prayers in a just unmistakable way. It just builds my faith. And so to be able to share the things that God has done and share the power of prayer uh, via preaching, it, that's one of my definite favorite uh, topics to preach about. Nice. So now let's move on to maybe a little bit deeper question. What would you say to us who is trying to trying to talk to a young person to help them to like find the find the reason to stay in the church, to remain in the church. I think one thing is um, speaking to the church, make sure that the church that you're trying to keep them in is loving and is, is um, Christ focused and wanting the young people. Um, I think that's a, a huge, amazing thing. And when the church is loving and Christ focused and wants the young people, um, I think more than anything, if the young people will engage with Christ personally, read the Bible for themselves, pray personally that they can they can really just experience who Christ is man I'm I wish I had a lot longer to research this topic and to answer it because this is just like two seconds uh another thought that I had is that if there's something that you don't like about the church change it as long as it's in line with the Bible take responsibility and make it how you want it because it's a community of believers and you're part of that community even if you're younger well, thank you. I think the points that you brought up were very good. And I think that's some of the stuff that we can use 
help our classmates, help our churchmates so that they stay. So thank you again for joining us, uh, for helping us out with this podcast. I hope you have an awesome day. Yes, for sure. I appreciate you guys having me. Love you guys. Love what you're doing. I'm looking forward to listening to all the other guests that you have on. I'm super pumped up for what Jesus is going to do through this podcast. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Praise God. It's awesome getting to know our new pastors. And now Pastor Brian will have our worship thought. Hello, I'm Pastor Brian Castle. I'd like to share a few thoughts with you today regarding our relationship with Jesus Christ. I believe the single most important concept that shapes this all-essential relationship is the fundamental philosophical question that has defined the 20th and 21st centuries. You know, it's, it's all summed up in a singular, simple question. Who am I? You know, we exist in a culture that is on a desperate search for finding its identity. We connect this search with terms like authenticity and finding our true self. The exploration goes deep within us and far outside to try to find these answers. We read books on self-discovery, take personality tests, log on to Ancestry.com by the millions to discover our heritage and ethnic makeup. We explore our childhood and adolescence trying to somehow find and understand what has shaped us to who we are. You know, our, our sense of identity is shaped by our careers. We look at different things like accomplishments, failures, even labels that people place on us, as well as friends, subscribers, likes, views, and even hits on social media. Where we begin to construct the truth of our identity will indeed shape our relationship with God, and that's why it's so important. It will define how we view God and relate to him in response to how we perceive that he actually views us. When I was growing up, my sense of identity and relationship to God was constructed at an early age, as it is with most of us. Now, I can best describe it as a combination of two songs that I learned in Sabbath school in my young, young years. Jesus loves me, and the second song was, Be careful, little hands, what you do. While I heard that, I knew that Jesus loved me. And somewhere along the line, I'm not sure where it happened, I developed this picture that he loved me as long as I was being careful what I did, said, saw, or even where I went. And so my identity and relationship to God was purely based on what we would call performance or my actions, even as a little kid. It is kind of like taking a flower and plucking its petals, often saying, he loves me, he loves me not, he loves me, he loves me not. That's basically how I felt every single day. And if at the end of the day, I ended on a bad note. I was basically thinking, well, he might not love me as much as he did the other day when I did a little better. And I was never truly sure if he still loved me completely. And that coupled with that constant fear that Jesus could come at any moment, as my grandparents told me, my parents, my teachers, I was never quite sure how he was going to feel about me if he did show up and I didn't expect it. Now fast forward, when I was 14 years old, my older brother Brad was at Penn State University. And for the past few years, he had fallen away from God and the church and, and just was kind of doing his own thing. He had hit rock bottom in his life and, and decided that he was going to go and, and seek out a, a renewed relationship with God. And so he, he went to a local church. And God sent him actually a good friend from there and an awesome pastor who just came alongside of him and loved him back to Jesus. And I remember when I met Brad after that, after I saw him, uh, not too long after, I noticed something different about him. And he had this peace and this sense of identity. I'd seen a complete turnaround in my brother's life and a sense of identity that I knew I didn't have. But even at 14 years old, I knew I was desperate to find it. 
So one weekend, our family planned a trip to visit my brother Brad there at Penn State, and we were invited to this pastor's home that had befriended and mentored my brother for lunch after church. And I remember sitting there as a 14-year-old, and my parents were talking with this pastor and Brad and his friend about God and my brother's newfound relationship with Jesus. And and I was not paying attention for the most part, but then things started to come to my ears that I'd never heard before. They were just reading through the book of Ephesians and having a discussion uh, with my parents. And they were reading through Ephesians chapter 1 and 2, and, and I just want to share just a couple of verses that I heard just by chance, because I wasn't really listening. In, in ver- chapter 1, verse, verse 7, talking about Jesus, it says, In him we have redemption through his blood and f- the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. And then in verse 11 it says, In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. And so I kept hearing this idea of this in Christ thing. I, didn't sh- I wasn't sure what it meant. And then in chapter 2, they kept reading, and in verse 4 is what really struck me. It said, But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loves us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. And it says, By grace you've been saved. And raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you've been saved through faith, and not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You know, what God revealed me that day shattered this identity that I constructed and believed all those years before. Suddenly God said to me, Brian, you've been shaping the concept of your identity in the worst possible place. You've been looking at yourself and your performance when it is the absolute worst place you could actually be exploring. It was as if I just learned that my identity had been stolen and I never realized it until then. But now God said very clearly to my heart, your true identity is found in Christ. That's what he kept saying to me as I was reading this passage, listening, asking questions. He said, my love for you is not based on your performance, your good deeds, outweighing the bad ones. I love you with an everlasting love. And nothing can ever change how I feel about you. Not even your worst performance, your worst day, or even your best day. He revealed to me that I am not what I've done, but what Christ has done. I'm not what has been done to me, but what Christ has done for me. He he said that day to me, and I'll never forget this. He said that what I do does not determine who I am, but who I am in Christ determines what I do. This was earth-shattering. This was a complete turnaround in my way of thinking. Before God revealed this to me, my prayers and Bible study, my, my time with him were shaped by this false sense of who I was. I was only praying for forgiveness with the hopes that maybe God would, would love me or, or would, would just approve of me. And my Bible reading was really interpreted through those same lenses about God, my view of him, and how my identity was related to that, trying to somehow win his approval. And it just resulted in this, this constant emotional roller coaster as to how he felt about me. But then after realizing my identity is truly in Christ, my prayer time and my time in his word was spent filtering through this love and grace towards me. And, and God revealed himself in his word through the same filter and lens. There was a sense of peace and assurance that I had never, ever known before, even at 14 years old. 
now I know and I have to keep reminding myself every day since that day, since that day that really transformed my life, probably the day, the single day of my life that has made the biggest difference in my walk with God was that very day there at Penn State in that pastor's house with my brother at 14 years old. What God revealed to me was that, that I am more than my family of origin because in Christ I am a son of the living God. I'm more than my country or my state where I grew up in because in Christ I'm a citizen of heaven. I'm more than my rejections because in Christ I am always unquestionably accepted. I'm more than my failures because in Christ I am always victorious. I'm more than my labels that people may have placed on me because in Christ I have a name and title that is in his kingdom that can never be changed or taken away. And I'm more than earthly trophies and accomplishments because those are just temporary. And because in Christ, I have an eternal crown of glory. What I really learned that was to live in Christ was to live in his love. I just want to encourage you to live in Christ, to find your identity alone in him so that you can experience that love that will never, ever change. Thank you so much, Pastor Brian, for sharing that worship thought with us today. Yes, our relationship with God is very important. So I'm glad we could speak a bit about it today. Well, I guess that concludes our podcast for today. But please tune in next week and join us here at God's Lemonade Stand. If you want to contact us, our email is podcast at springmeadows.org. And if you want to know a little bit more about um, us, our church, you can go to springmeadows.org. Thank you and have a great day. Yeah.